This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, October 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Hemp rule is here. Trump affirms Phase 1 China deal. At long last, CFTC deal set to move. And a new front in the labeling fight. The long-awaited hemp regulations are set for release. U.S. Department of Agriculture released its long-anticipated hemp regulations today, laying out guidelines states must meet for production and testing of industrial cannabis. The Office of Management and Budget finished its review of the interim rule Friday, setting the stage for today's announcement. USDA expected to start accepting state production and testing plans for review shortly after the rule's publication in the Federal Register but the public will be able to comment on the rule while it's in effect. What we're watching for, the issue the rule is expected to address, includes testing protocols and the length of production ban and persons convicted of a state or federal felony related to controlled substances. The rule also is expected to include language making it clear that interstate transportation of hemp is legal. Since the 2018 Farm Bill was passed last year, some drivers transporting hemp have been arrested or detained for hemp shipments. A May 28 legal memo from the U.S. General Counsel Stephen Vaden said states and tribes cannot prohibit interstate hemp shipments. By the way, the Grocery Manufacturers Association has released a survey showing customers are confused about CBD. Some 76% of those surveyed wrongly think CBD products are subject to federal regulations and safety oversight. Some 52% of those surveyed use CBD for pain management and 50% for stress or anxiety reduction. Trump optimistic on finalizing China deal next month. China and the U.S. still have not finished negotiating the Phase 1 trade deal that has promised to give a massive boost to U.S. exports. But President Donald Trump expressed confidence yesterday it'll be done and ready to be signed in November. He said that would take care of the farmers. Trump has said previously he would like to sign it together with Chinese President Xi Jinping when both leaders will be together in Chile November 16th and 17th for an Asian-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit. Large protests and violence have recently rocked the streets of Santiago and elsewhere in the country, but Trump said he doesn't expect the upheaval to affect the summit. He said, probably, we'll sign it. I imagine the meeting is scheduled for Chile. I know they have some difficulties right now in Chile, but I know the people of Chile, and I'm sure they'll be able to work it out. Senate OK's USDA amendments. The Senate has approved a pair of amendments to the agriculture portion of a fiscal 2020 domestic spending package. One amendment would provide USDA with $5 million to help African-American families resolve ownership and secession issues with so-called heirs' property land that was passed down informally over the generations. The Second Amendment would require USDA to study the challenges of its food distribution program on Indian reservations. The Senate is expected to approve the spending minibus this week, along with a package of amendments that Senate leaders have been negotiating. CFTC reauthorization set to move. Congress appears close to passing a new authorization law for the Commodity Futures Trading Commission more than six years after the old one expired. The House Agriculture Committee is scheduled to vote 
tomorrow on a bipartisan measure. A discussion draft was released last week. What's next? Well, Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts tells AgriPulse that he discussed the legislation yesterday with House Ag Chairman Colin Peterson. Roberts said he expects his committee to take up the House bill once it gets to the Senate. Why it matters? Well, according to an analysis of the discussion draft by experts with the law firm Steptoe & Johnson, the bill would attempt to give CFTC the jurisdiction and tools needed to keep pace with changes in the derivatives market. Among other things, the bill would require the agency to establish research programs for emerging technologies and technological advances. The bill also would authorize the CFTC and the Justice Department to prosecute market fraud and manipulation that takes place outside the United States. Wanted. New top Republican for key panel. The House Energy and Commerce Committee, which oversees two agencies vital to agriculture, Food and Drug Administration, and the Environmental Protection Agency, will have a new top Republican in the next Congress. Greg Walden, who represents a rural eastern Oregon district, announced he will not run for re-election next year. Walden chaired Energy and Commerce in 2017 and 18. At least three Republicans are lining up to seek the top Republican seat. They include Texas Representative Michael Burgess from suburban Dallas, Kathy McMorris-Rogers from eastern Washington, and Bob Lada, who represents the suburbs of Toledo, Ohio. GAO, co-op changes affect producer ties. The consolidation among dairy cooperatives and their expansion into processing has had an impact on producers that are members as well as producers who have to compete with co-ops, according to a report by the Government Accountability Office. GAO says bigger co-ops have more diverse memberships and it can be challenging to represent the full range of farms that are members. Consolidation of co-ops also creates power imbalances, in part because co-ops may tie their voting structure to the relative productivity of members. Another finding of the report, co-op investments in processing facilities can benefit co-op members while reducing market access for non-members. The report was done at the request of Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York. Producers beef up House support for new meat labeling bill. Cattle producers are seeking House members to sign on as co-sponsors of a bill at writing a definition of beef into law. The industry also hopes to get a similar bill introduced in the Senate. The Real Meat That Marketing Edible Artificials Truthfully Act, introduced by Republican Roger Marshall of Kansas and Democrat Anthony Benisi of New York, would also require plant-based meat alternatives to be labeled as imitation meat. The bottom line, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association lobbyist Danielle Beck said, at the very least, the industry hopes the bill will send a strong message to the FDA as the agency revises its standards of identity for food products. Here's today's She Said It. Congress sometimes struggles to pass a Mother's Day resolution these days but we're going to work on getting a list of strong bipartisan support of the House. That Danielle Beck, Senior Director of Government Affairs at the National Cattlemen's Beef Association to AgriPulse on the Real Meat Act. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, October 29th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.